Blog Talk Radio. Family, whether you're part of my personal family or Joe's family, 
that's what this show is going to be about. So we hope that the interaction, just like on Wrestle Talk, is going to carry us through the show. But we're going to talk about stuff that we would never, ever get a chance to talk about on the Wrestle Talk podcast. Jonesy, I know you're excited about this one. It was kind of a my little brainchild here because I have a huge announcement that pertains not only to Wrestle Talk Mayo, but it also pertains to the FWWC. And we got your perspective, and we got Savior Saints' perspective. We're going to be going through some history, yes, we will. and we're going to be talking about current events. I know you said you wanted to talk about Dark Side of the Ring. We're going to hit yep. that as well. Yep. But, Joe, man, we got our new platform, our new setup, uh, a whole new level of conversation that we're going to be having, dude. How excited are you for the first ever episode of The Graveyard, uh, the graveyard Shift? Oh, man, it's absolutely awesome. I, I, I absolutely love it. Um, I'm thinking that we should do this uh, on a regular basis uh, if time permits. I mean, I freaking love it. Like, you know, being being able to just hang in there and just talk about what we we, we want to talk about, not be uh, bogged down with, you know, with, with, with guests, you know, talking to people that we already know, like, like, like Sunny Money Mayo, you know, hell yeah. Now, here's, here's, here's what I want to know, and cheers to you, Jonesy. We're sipping back on some uh, new Belgian uh, 1985 IPA, man. It is, uh, well, let's see what it is. Hold on. You tell them, mayo. I got to try it. I haven't tried it yet. This is very, very delicious. If you're an IPA fan like myself and the Night Owl over here, I think this is something you would enjoy. I enjoy the whole new Belgian brewery there. So, um, so for them to hit the Voodoo Rangers, the easy ways, the hard ways, uh, my buddy Tim Milka, shout out to him. I know he's a big fan of Russell. I know I know he's a big Russell Talk podcast fan. He got me on the Liquid Paradise IPAs. So to top it off, first time, uh, first time doing the graveyard shift. Yo, he's Russell got Talk. the Cobra Kai jacket. Yo, he's got the Cobra Kai jacket. Nineteen eighty five. That's the old ones, right? Yeah, there. man, that's it right there. So these are delicious, and uh, I'm glad. What's up to my wife? My better half checking in. I love you, baby. I love you. Yeah. So uh, I'll tell you what, man, we do have another person that's going to be joining us. It's going to be a little bit more of a roundtable versus just the interview type setup that we're doing. What up, Colton? What up, what up, what up to Chad Dazzle? That's the homie. <laughs> Yo, what up, Owen? What's up, baby? Man, I'm going to try to get as many of the homies in, as on this as possible, man. Uh, Jonesy, do we have Saber Saint on the line, man? Because I want to make sure I give him a proper introduction. Um, we, Anton Timmy is still waiting on Savior Saint. To uh, uh, a call in, he should be calling in any minute, any okay, any cool. minute. Cool. Well, so, we're gonna be yeah. talking to Savior Saint as well, and I want to mm-hmm. say this, guys. Uh, before we get into the conversation, this is an open forum for anybody. Anything y'all want to talk about? If you don't really uh, get a chance to call in and talk your shit during Wrestle Talk, this is the time. This is the place. Six five seven. Somebody who's watching this live, go ahead and type that out. Six five seven three eight three. One five two one to join the show. There's nothing that's off limits tonight because we're gonna talk about the upcoming Dark Side of the Ring Owen Hart uh, episode that's gonna close out season two. Yep. And what we're gonna be doing here on Wrestle yeah. Talk, Jonesy, I know we had a chance to talk about it a little bit. Is we're gonna actually start watching Dark Side of the Ring this next episode. I haven't seen much of it, and then we're gonna and then we're gonna go backwards. Okay. We're gonna watch okay. the Owen Hart episode, then we're gonna go to New Jack, and then we're gonna go all the way back to episode one. 
and then we're going to bring our feedback to, to the fans. And that's the great thing about Wrestle yeah. Talk Podcast. Even during this pandemic, you guys have been able to talk about so many things yeah. in the world of pro wrestling, independent wrestling, and everything that you guys haven't even scraped the surface on this. But we haven't even got a chance to cover it. Right, right. So, yeah. uh, you know, for us to talk about that tonight, that would be a topic. And, and among other things here, too, and that's another great thing about tonight because, Renee, like you usually said, uh, Tuesday nights, Wednesday nights, whenever we're doing a Wrestle Talk podcast for these past couple of years, it's it's been a lot of the same format. We're talking about a daily topic. We've got a couple great guests that are hitting the lines here, and we're talking to them, and we're having Q&As, and we're talking about whatever the hot topic that week is. And this is stuff that I've always said to Renee, man, I would love to have a show where we can just call in and talk about anything. I want to talk about Halloween Havoc 97. I want to talk about No, no Mercy 03. I want to talk about uh, Rick Rose West Sock. I want to talk about Sable's fake boobs. You know what I mean? So just to have anything like that, a topic, the discussion here, open up yeah. Man, call in, come yeah. join us here. I got speaking Chris, of people joining us. Yeah, the, go, adult go ahead, side of, uh, the adult side of the ring itself is crazy because, I mean, you know, this week we uh, got the Owen Hart. Last week was uh, the the Road Warriors. The one before that one was uh, uh, was was the UHF. It, it was... Another wrestling pro- pro- promotion that was was freaking crazy. Man, that one was was absolutely crazy. And then you know you got New Jack, you you got Doctor D. So yeah, there's a lot of stuff that we we definitely I definitely want to talk well, about. I have something I need to say to you too. I have something I need yeah. to say to you too. And you're gonna hate me. For What's up? You gotta relax. You guys are already <laughs> you, Josie. You and Sunny Money gotta relax, okay? We got to get in the last member of this round table. He's gotta be here, bro. Oh, oh, what are we drinking? Uh, New Belgium 1985 IPA from my man Chad Dad. This is spot, baby. What, what, what are you drinking, Jones? I am drinking some apple crown Oreo mixed with a little bit of apple juice. Yeah. Mm. That's what we got in here. That's what we got right here, Josie. Yeah, we got it in the <laughs> in the Bay, uh peach joint, uh, the brewed iced tea. We got some of that apple. Yeah, man. Peach and apple mixed together. That's what we got right here. Actually, yeah. Take oh, thank you very much. Yeah, no, and we got a lot of people who are saying that they're going to be calling in. We're going to get everybody on. But listen, as I bring on my next guest, I'm going to go ahead and make my, my, and make my announcement. Jones, you got any, like, like exciting music or like a breaking news or something, man, because I got to share this with everybody. We're going to talk a lot about it during today's show. You are the first person besides me and my family that like eyeballs on this thing. So, Jones, you got a little something where I can, I can hype up what I'm about to show everybody. And, Jones, please don't disappoint on this because this is such, such, such a huge announcement. And, Renee, I'm kind of surprised we started off with this, but we're starting to well, we start it off with, it. with a bang. Yeah, I know. Well, what are you doing, technical difficulties? I told the man to put it under the chair. <laughs> technical difficulties. All right, go ahead, bro. Hit that drop so we can go ahead and show this thing off, man. Ladies and gentlemen, members of the WrestleTalk family and of the FWWC family, and anybody who's a member of my family or Sonny's family or Joe's family, allow us to introduce and present to you something that we've been working on for many, many years in collaboration with myself, Dewan Mills of the FWWC, my wrestling godfather, and of course, the current Warriors Heart Champion, we would like to introduce 
for the first time ever, our 100% legitimate, full-size, 4-millimeter inch plate Warriors Heart Championship right here live on the debut episode of the Graveyard Shift. Anybody who's watching right now on the Facebook Live, let me tell you, this championship belt is the culmination of many, many years of hard work. And as you guys can see, she is a beauty, an absolute beauty. On this uh, right side of the belt, you've got your FWWC Fantasy Wrestling logo, which has always been an integral part of the Wrestle Talk podcast. And then on the other side, of course, the Wrestle Talk podcast. And Sunny Money, you're here with me, bro. Touch that, bro. That is engraved. That is not any over the top sort of nonsense. And here's the beauty of it you got full synthetic leather and the fat Spartan style helmet plate right in the middle, man. So, you know, we all absolutely love championship belts being wrestling fans. And to have one that we can call our own, the Wrestle Talk Podcast sponsored FWWC. Warriors wow. Heart Championship wow. is now a reality, bro. Wow. Thank you to everybody who's ever contributed a dime. Thank you to anybody who's ever bought a Wrestle Talk podcast mug. Anybody who's ever come out to our events or been a member of the fantasy group or listened to the show, this would not have been made possible without you and your charitable donations and your support. So just know we love you, dude. And you, you've been around wrestling longer than me, bro. You know what a good damn championship feels like, yes, feels like and looks like. Please tell yes. the people your unbiased opinion on the strap. <laughs> FWWC has been around for years. I've been in, I've been out, and Renee's still been on this train, and he's just going forward. With choo, it choo, it's blowing through train stations. We're not stopping if you're either on board or you're not, and there's no way around it. And we've got championships in the group. And to be totally honest with you, most of the championships have taken. Okay, they're all replica belts. They're all replica belts. Like, and they come from Walmart, Target. I think I got you the Hardcore Championship. For Sometimes shout out to Sexual Carmel there, Tony Valens. Uh, he came through with the WWF Hardcore Championship, but they've all been toy replicas. So, for, like Renee said, for anybody who's invested time in the FWC because or wrestle talk or wrestle talk, and trust me, if you're truly invested in it, it does take time, and time is something that you can't buy. With this, this right here, this is a symbol. This is this is this is the standard. It's the representation of of what Wrestle Talk podcast is and what the FWWC is. And I cannot say this mm-hmm. enough, Renee. I'm very proud of you. I'm very proud of you. Joe Lance, I'm extremely proud of you, buddy. I'm ex- Joe Lance, I was with you there when it was you and Rick Rose. And from, from you to Rick Rose to you and Renee today, I can't say how proud hey, of you. Hey, we almost had episode 300, too. Yeah, man. man. Two weeks away from episode 300. So both yeah. of you guys, I consider you guys like brothers. And, you know, with a tear in my eye, I cannot say enough how proud of I am of, I am of you gentlemen. For this, for this yeah. bill. Uh, man, well, thank you very much. And, and Josie, Josie, I want you to get your thoughts in, and then we're going to hit some music and bring on the man that's going to be responsible for carrying this belt until FWWC Backlash next month, the one and only of the SOF Savior Saint. We're going to welcome him in. But let's get your thoughts, and let's play some music, and then we'll bring on Savior Saint, man. Go ahead and do it. Yes. That was, was that is a absolute beautiful title. I mean, 
you know, when I started, it, it, we, we all had the uh, Walmart uh, toy belts. And just <laughs> the fact that, that, that we now have, like, legitimate belts, like, this takes us even a step higher than any of the so-called E-Feds. I mean, all these other E-Feds, e- 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 they... They got belts, but not a single one of them have customized belts like what the FWWC has, and that's why the FWWC is the greatest fantasy wrestling group on Facebook ever. And Sunny Money Mayo, here's my thing. Yeah, yeah, you said that you like me and that, but yet you didn't act that way when uh, it was a couple summers ago when, when you sealed me into a swimming pool. No. No, you gave me a suplex. <laughs> you did suplex him. I remember that. When are you going to get your payback, bro? <laughs> Jonesy, when are you going to get your payback, bro? One day. One day. One day. Like, like a great WWE was... champion from, from, from the state of Missouri, Randy Orton, uh, you know, what, us being in, in proximity there, you know, you just can't trust anybody, and, and, and Joe, you weren't paying attention, brother, mostly, and, and yeah. it was either me or it was going to be you, and it's Not never going to be Money Mayo, it's always going to be the opposition, so uh, you caught that suplex, and you caught a little hoo, hoo, hoo behind it, and brother, uh, I hope the day never comes that you're going to catch me, but I know how slick you can be, Joe, so it, it's probably coming on my <laughs> eyes. Absolutely. Uh, a little bit, a little bit. Well, Josie, yes, Josie, I'm sorry, I'm sorry man. I, I had to ask you this question, man. I know you've been a yes. part of the group for a long time, G. I know this is a big moment for you as well. So do us a favor before we hit that song and bring on Savior Saint, man. Tell us what this moment means to you, man, to see a championship that finally represents us. I know you said that you're proud, but in reality, this is more than three years in the making. You know, if FWWC yes. and WrestleTalk would have never merged, I don't know if this ever would have happened, so do you know you deserve a good amount of credit for today and this actually being able to happen? Do you recognize that? I I do. I I definitely do, and, you know, it's definitely an honor and a privilege to be able to be a part of of this, and I think that that the person that's the most excited is probably going to be Saint because he's the first person to be able to hold this title. Because he is the Warriors All Champion, so he he's the first person to actually be able to carry this championship around. So it's freaking awesome, dude! It's gonna be awesome. And just to show you guys that we ain't playing on tonight's episode, uh, me and Saint actually had a lot of funk recently, and that's pun intended. And that's shoot funk that we had. So we're gonna we're gonna touch on that for a couple of minutes and. And then I'm going to recognize that I'm glad that we overcame that funk so that we could reach this moment because a lot of people would say, hey, maybe you were just stirring beef with Saint because you didn't want him to have the opportunity to carry this thing. Right. And that nothing could be further from the, proof, the truth. The man is like my little brother, and when your little brother's up fucking up, then you're going to correct him, yep. even if it's hard to do. So we'll talk about that and a lot more, but we're going to go ahead and cut. Go ahead and interact with us through the live stream. If you're listening to the replay, we love you. Share it on your social media. We'll be back in about a minute and a half, and we're going to continue this conversation right now on episode number one of Wrestle Talk Podcast, The Graveyard Shift. Go ahead and hit the cut, baby. I pull up like 
How you pull up, baby? How you pull up? How you pull up? I pull up. Step in the kitchen. Let's go. Brand new Lamborghini, fuck a cop car. With a pistol on my hip like I'm a cop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever met a real nigga rock star? This ain't no guitar, bitch, this a clock. My Glock told me to promise you gon' sweet. I'm ready to hop out on a nigga, get the bus. Know you heard me say you play, you late, don't make me push the butt. Full of pain, dropping up tears to fill up a fucking buck. Going for buckets, I bought a chopper. I got a big drum and hold a hundred. Going for nothing, I'm ready to air it out on all these niggas. I can see I'm running. She talk to my mom, she hit me on FaceTime. She check up on me and my brother. I'm really the baby, she know that the youngest son was always guaranteed right. to money. Okay, let's go. She know that the baby boy was always guaranteed to lose. She know what I do, she know if I run from a nigga, I'ma pull it out. Shoot, PTSD. I'm always waking up a cold sweat like I got the flu. My daughter the G. She saw me kill a nigga from the before the age of two. Now I kill another nigga too. What is up, Savior Saint? What's up, man? What's up, dude? I'm so glad you guys waited. I've been freaking, like, legit crying, dude. This is so amazing, dog, to see y'all have that. Like, like you guys said, y'all been here since day one, six years and shit. I've only been a part three, but I've been a big part of the struggle and shit. And, like, to see it cultivate to what it did is fucking amazing, man. And, like, even if I wasn't hopefully going to be the first one to hold it, I'd feel the same way because we grinded for that shit. Like, we stayed, uh-huh. stayed homies through stuff. Like you were saying, like, we've had personal beef, but we fight through it because that's what real motherfuckers do. We're, we want to be friends. We're going to stay friends. We fuck up. Bet. We check each other. Like, it, happen, it happens in SOF. It happens everywhere. And, like, shit, you and Money May or Pride had beef before, but y'all stay tight, you know? And that's the ones that have been lost on the way are casualties because they missed out on such a fucking epic moment, boy. Let's go. Yeah, boy. That's what I'm talking what about. Here, man? What you got, bro? I don't even know money's got something to say. Uh, say, man, I'm glad you're calling in. I'm glad you're joining in. I'm glad we're a part of this thing, brother. You know, every time I see you, I give you a massive hug, and it's all right, love, dude. man, from, from here to you and you to me back, brother. And, you know, to touch in on that, bro, what you said, man, me and Renee – as a shoot, Renee and Stephen Mayo, not Money Mayo, not Mafia Money Mayo, none, none of that, not Night Out, none of that. Renee Martinez, Stephen Mayo, we've had beefs. We've had beefs regarding, regarding the FWWC, where it was enough to where this this guy, he's godfather of my two youngest kids. I, I, I'm, I don't, but I could almost walk into his house without knocking on the door. We're family, and we've had beefs over FWWC enough to where it almost ended our friendship. You know, my hot Italian temper came in, and I said, fuck and it, I'm done. And I'm And that's the key to great relationships, man, because we're never going to get along 100% of the time. And it's how you persevere for them, for them stepping stones there. It's always going to be a stepping stone, because if we fight, and we go backwards, then what's the point of this whole thing? You know what I mean? No and and, and right. I'm, sure you, I'm sure you and Joe have had disagreements. I know you've had disagreements with a lot of people in FWRC, and some of them are still there, still active to this day, and the people who aren't active still show nothing but love, man. So, uh, you know, that, that that's the whole topic of discussion here, brother. And, uh, yo, Graveyard Ship Episode 1, there's no better way to fucking kick it off like this. Than, no you know, way to Champion multiple times in the FWC, man. Does 
You think he understands how big this moment is and how what a privilege it is for him to be the first ever? Well, yeah, he definitely understands. He, he definitely knows yeah, that yeah. Uh, he is uh, uh, he he's making history. Like you know, this is like like the first customized title that the FWWC has had. So I mean, that's freaking awesome. That you know that that he he's gonna be able to walk around with with the customized title and Savior Saint. All I gotta say is when you get that that title, you better be bringing that title to every single wrestling show that you go to. You better be, right. be showing off that title to every person CCW, that you possibly. You better know. be at every CCW show with this belt. Everyone. Oh exactly. yeah, I will be, dude. I'll be fucking that <laughs> shit off like crazy, bro. As soon as people see the thing that they're going to say is, where the hell did you get that belt, and how can I get involved? And and so, you know, so, yeah, so you got a lot of work to to do, so you got a lot of work to do. I'm ready, man. I've been ready. It's been a long time coming, and I'm glad glad that, like, for real, dude, I can't look at it no more because I'm not watching the video anymore because it was kind of fucking me up when I was talking to y'all, but, like, I can't get over it, dude. I've seen little pictures and shit, but to see it being held by someone, like, in a picture, you know, you kind of get a full view of it. It's like, whoo, that looks fire. Like, they are going to be fun. I'm going to walk down the street. When I walk my dogs, I'm going to be holding that bitch up, dude. (laughs) Just don't don't accidentally confuse it for the doggy bag and pick up the turn. Oh, for sure. All right, well, I wanted to jump in and say something, man. Uh, So, for me... There's there's a lot to be said about this, bro, but, you know, and I'm going to peel the curtain all the way back, okay? So, in the group, I have two characters. I have the Night Owl character, and then I have the Mata character, yep. which with, with probably without question, best competitor, greatest competitor in history. Here's something a lot of people don't know. Uh, our first custom championship was actually the hardcore belt, yep. right? So, Mata was the first hardcore champ, right? Then our next custom championship was uh, donated to us by Gladius. Uh, yep. Jason and Johnny Rocco. Yep. Right, so that Major was custom. shout out to them. Right, big shout out to Gladius, Gladius Arena. Uh, but there's never been a belt, and, and Mata also held that belt first, right? So those two belts were the first of their kind, and he held it first. But this one will not be held by Mata first. Yep. This one will be held by somebody else, and that will be Savior Saint. Savior Saint, before we start bringing in some other calls, we've got a lot of people that want to come on, a lot of uh, comments to read through or whatever. Bro, what message do you have to the members of the FWWC who are going, hey, bro, Backlash is less than a month away. Enjoy your time with that championship because we're re- getting ready to take it off your hand. So do you have anything you want to say to those people who are going to be swift like a thief in the night to try to take this beauty off of your hands? I don't know if you've seen, like, the last few of my promos, if anyone's been watching, but I've been – been pretty feeling myself pretty good and confident with this run and I've worked three years to get my name mentioned next to Matas whether it's heel or not or whatever he is you mentioned he is the greatest he is and I've worked my fucking ass off hard than a motherfucker like others have but I I've done it too and to finally achieve something of this to be the first one to bring in a belt of this stature Ain't nobody going to take it from me until they kill me, for real. Like, I'm going to win every time at Backlash, 
people are going to want backlash because I'm going to kick all their fucking asses. And I'm going to be the WHC just like I did and remained it at UM. So not even being cliche because we were saying it before the Street Profits became big and popular. But, you know, if they want the smoke, they can come and fucking get it. Listen, I think I'm pretty easy to get along with 
as long as you're willing to adhere to one condition. Do you know what that is, Money Mayo? No, tell me what it is. I'm always right, and if you always agree <laughs> with me, then everything's going to be perfect.
Ladies and gentlemen, I am happy to announce I am your new M.E.W. ring announcer, Sonny Money Mayo! Never drew a dime. Not a dime. Not a dime. <laughs> Never drew a dime. Not a dime. Not a dime. <laughs> Yo, commentary and we got Saint acting a fool with the title, uh, the brand new title all this acting a fool like everybody's living our dream dude. Hell yeah. Yes. That's awesome uh, dog. Uh, I love congratulations, it. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Jonesy man, Nightmare Jones, any thoughts for our brother uh, Sonny Money here on his big news? Man? You got oh, congratulations man, just from uh, the champ. Hey. Mid-Continental champ, Matt Stockdale. Just congratulations, dude. You know, it's uh, you. you it, it's a amazing feat, and I know that you're gonna do a completely awesome job, and you're going to absolutely love it. So congratulations, bro. Hey, t- tell them what what music you come out to as a ring announcer. <laughs> and that's shout out to our boy uh, DJ Todd Houghton there, man. Yeah, uh, dude. Uh, shout out to DJ Swag. Yo, DJ Swag, man. He knows DJ Swag is in the group now. That's that's a beautiful thing, yeah, man. He's a beautiful thing. He's a great guy, and he hooked me up on the ring, uh, the ring intro there. Uh, I'm coming out to, you know, it's might as well be my theme. It's the Rocky. Dun, South Philly, Yo, South. how you doing, man? You know you know what what Jersey, man. You from Jersey? Yeah, I was Jersey. born in Jersey. Are you from yeah, Jersey? I'm also a Jersey actor. Yeah, you know Jersey. I mean? so, <laughs> little Jersey, little Kansas City mix there, man. But yo, I'm absolutely nothing short of blessed to. Uh, be a part of MEW. Uh, they, they're doing great things there. Um, shout out to Matt Stockdale. He's always out there rep- representing them well. Well as a champion. Uh, I see him at all these Chiefs organizations. The Chiefs and everything. Definitely get the word out. Word out there. So shout out to you, Stockdale. You do a great job there, man. And I'm, I cannot wait till September 7th. And he's a good guy. He's a great guy, man. He's a great guy. He's so, a, all some Metro Pro days well, like some, some of the wrestling bullies in the area like to be mean to Matt Stockdale. Yeah. But I, they don't like to be mean to Bones and guys like that. But yeah. I love them guys. Yeah. They're my guys, man. Yep. Like, they're good, humble guys. And by the way, I see there's a couple of people on the line. we still got room for a few more callers. I just dropped the number. That is 657-383-1521. While we try to line up who we're going to be able to bring on here tonight, let's go ahead and go through it. We're going to go from your story to Joe's story about WrestleTalk getting involved, and then we'll then we'll move on to Saint about his time in the group and leading up to now. So why don't you go ahead, man, and give us the nitty-gritty, maybe even some of those uh, you know rated R stories going back to when we first started going our indie days where we almost got, we almost got thrown off the side. <laughs> 
You know what I'm saying? With, uh, Ricky Morton uh, uh, almost uh, cut. He cussed out one of our friends. And he cussed out the former host of Russian Talk Podcast, Rick Rose. You know, <laughs> we got to get Wait, wait, wait. You gotta start at the beginning. We'll get to the Ricky Morton story. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Go ahead, Bayo. Drop it. Yo, man. Uh, through thick and thin, highs, lows, rainy days, cloudy days, and the sunshine days, starring Sunny Money Mayo. We've been through it all, Renee. So yeah. Uh, God, Shout out to Chris Brady. Uh, Chris Brady's gonna be a guest on the show coming up very, very, very soon. Yo, Chris Brady's on the lookout for shit, man. I love independent wrestling all over this country, not just the Midwest. Chris Brady, you were here in the Midwest. And now you got on the West Side. Now you're holding it down in Vegas out there, bro. I see you doing your thing. And he's on the, uh, now he's uh, up in like Oregon, Washington. Yo, fucking doing your thing. Uh-huh. That's That's major shit. Yo, he was one of the few cats that came in here in the Midwest and had that fucking personality like I do. Where I talk shit and he talks shit right back. And I was, yo, that was it right there, man. But, uh, man, jeez. Go ahead, start us from the beginning. So where are we starting here? That day, no, the, the day where we went to two shows in one day, and then how you convinced me to go and all that shit. Well, we're talking about how, how we led to this moment. Well, and I don't want to drag it too long, so we'll try to keep a long story short here. I was going to Metro Soul Wrestling, formerly known as Metro Pro Wrestling. Shout out to Chris Dolph. Shout out, big shout out to Chris Dolph, everybody there who did their thing in the ring. Um, and Renee, at the time, he was a basic wrestling fan. You knew Hulk Did you just call me basic? Basic. Basic. My man was drinking fucking Starbucks and had fur boots on. Basic wrestling thing, all right? Hugs. Yeah, that's what the fuck they are. Fucking hugs, all right? So he knew Hulk Hogan. He knew Stone Cold. He knew mainstream, you know, Entertainment Tonight wrestling. And I said, man, I'm going to this show around the corner in the neighborhood. You gotta go. You gotta go. And I finally, after convincing and convincing and convincing, I got him to turn off the NBA. I got him to turn off the Madden. And he said, all right, I'll go with you and I'll check it out. And it was an experience for me to sit there and watch. It was like almost watching someone catch the Holy Ghost in church. My man, Renee, caught the Holy Ghost of independent wrestling, and it just came into his body, and I seen it. He I was caught the bug. Saying, saying I was possessed by the Holy Spirit of independent wrestling. It was crazy. Stuff. Yeah, <laughs> And then we had a... <laughs> yo, and we got to go to the very, very first, and I believe it was your very first wrestling show. Mistake me if I'm wrong. Kansas City Extreme Wrestling, the very first show. We were there from the beginning, bro. You know what I mean? So we walked in as fans, and now today my man is doing commentary for me. So take that. I mean, you know, I don't want to jump here on these stories, but it's just putting it all in perspective of where we came from, where Renee came from, and what he did with his blood, sweat, tears, sacrifices, money, the whole nine, to build this up. You know what I mean? To this. To this. Oh, my to God. This. Look at this thing, man. It's such a beauty. I guess I'll ask you one question before I throw it over to Joe and, and how WrestleTalk got involved. So you have connections to wrestling from back in the day. I know you came from Philly, which is like kind of like – you were spoiled. You had so much great wrestling at your uh, at your disposal. Yes. Then you came to the Midwest. And you kind of played around with potentially going into wrestling. How did you find it to be different from what you've seen in the East Coast? And, uh, and, and why did you start loving it here, even though maybe it wasn't exactly what it was back home? And, 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 and that's where you're hitting the nail on the head right there. It wasn't exactly how it was back home. Um, and, and this is something that I've said on many WrestleTalk 
podcast. Shout out to Kirk Gannon's in the house. Shout out to Yo, JJ. Suplex Cyclone. Rosedale's in the house, baby. What's up? Yeah, Suplex Cyclone. Yo, shout out to my boy JJ right there, man. Yeah, that's, that's my brother. So I said yeah, it. Rosedale's in the house, baby. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, to jump on that, uh, I've said it on mess- many WrestleTalk podcast episodes before that uh, hotbed cities of wrestling, Philly, Chicago, L.A., Memphis, St. Louis, Atlanta. Uh, Kansas City wasn't that. And fuck it, I'll be controversial. It's still not that today, at least in my eyes. We're getting there. We're getting there, but it's definitely in a hotbed city. We've seen that with NWL. That shit fucking flopped. Yeah, they thought it was going to be a fucking uh, big They had all the right ingredients, bro. It was just bad timing. It was bad timing. Yeah. There may be a little bit of bad booking. And the wrestlers kicked ass because it was all the same guys from Metro Pro. So, uh, yeah, the wrestling was awesome. Not the ramble on here, but... Uh, you know, KCX is holding their thing down. And these guys... And they got a street service now. There's a lot of guys now, and because of social media, because you got to think, when I came out to the Midwest, it was the late 90s, early 2000s. You know, we had dial-up internet. I was going, yo, ma, let me get on the internet over here. Get off the get phone. Get off the phone. And my mom would be yelling at me for using the cell phone, and it's before 9 p.m. You know, it's a lot different now with social media and sharing and Facebook and Instagram and the whole nine. So now, I know about a wrestling show. That's, uh, you know, two hours away in Kansas. Across, across the world if we need to. Yeah, exactly. So that, that's so, the whole difference on it. And the Midwest is finally, 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 they're taking them blocks and they're taking them steps. And, and, they're, and they're building it, man. And, yo, there's nobody better than the WrestleTalk podcast. And we try to spread the love. We cover CCW. We cover, uh, you know, EPPW out West Virginia. We're, I mean, we're doing 50 states. We're covering one, one uh, uh, guest from each state, and we're about – what, uh, uh, two-thirds of the way through or yep. a third of the way through? We got a long way to go still. But, saying I want you to jump in, bro. I know you and I have spent some time at least once going into an independent show, and I know wrestling is something that is near and dear not only to your life but also your wife's life. So why don't you talk to us a little bit about your involvement with indie wrestling and uh, maybe how you got involved with the group and with WrestleTalk. You want – we're going to – do we skip Joe, or am I going to go now? Well, we're, we're going to go back this. to Joe. This is just, this is just a okay. small sidetrack, so we can let Sonny finish. All right, cool. Uh, well, I don't really – I'm not as involved as much as you guys are, but, like, uh, down here we have CCW, and that for uh, – in 2017 and 2018, we went to almost every one of their shows down here around in Delta and then all that stuff. And then uh, that was, like, the – I think the second or third ever indie show was with you guys up in Kansas City where we, uh, where I met yeah, yep. where I met Cairo and all them and they had that they had some kind of uh like chair like a house chair in the ring or some shit. It was wild as hell. Like, and the wrestlers like the wrestlers up there uh, I forgot who this was the N W A title there? Is that is that what it was? No, it was the N W L title. Okay. I remember that then, one dude uh, everybody hated him. There, uh, Haku. Oh, it was Haku. Okay, yeah. What was the other dude's name? Barbarian. Barbarian and Haku were there. All right. And they yeah. beat the hell but out down of here, him. like, uh, we got uh, Hollis Rowe. He's big and popular down here, or was when I got to go a lot. But this year, we haven't done shit because of the virus. But well, no one has. Uh, there ain't nobody right. been shit. But, uh, I'm, o- I'm over here trying to watch two squirrels right. determine who's the heel in the face at this time, bro. I'm, <laughs> I'm hoping that uh, those rumors about backlash being up in y'all's town is true because 
We're planning on coming yeah. up after this, so we'll see y'all. Right, 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 right. Don't want to get off track. So, so let me, let, but yeah, no, uh, no, it's okay. Let's, let's, no, hold on a second. We're, we're going to jump back to you, and, and I'm cutting people off on purpose so we can keep this, the trail of the story going completely, right? Because there's so many angles to hit it from. Mm-hmm. So, Jonesy, I'm going to have you jump in real quick, and I'm going to go back to Sonny so he can finish up. So, you became involved with the FWWC through Rick Rose after I started yeah. going to a couple of indie shows and I ran into him. He invited us on. Um, what was your perception of where indie wrestling was in your area maybe five or six years ago, and what prompted you to start Wrestle Talk? Because you started Wrestle Talk around the same time that I started in the FWWC, and then somehow along the road we kind of merged the two. So from Sonny taking me to my first show to Saint joining us down the road after Marjo and Kenny and all of them had their prime, you were a big factor in creating a new platform for the group to be exposed. And really, when you talk about wrestling in general, how do you become successful? you got to have the body, you got to yep. have the work ethic, and you got to have the connection. Or right? you got to have at least something. There. So you got to have one of the three. One, one of the three, three right. Saying, right? right. Probably all three is probably your best bet. Right. So I think it was really a timing thing. And it had you not done your thing and you did it and we did our thing when we were doing it, I don't think this all would have happened. So can you speak to kind of when things started to merge a little bit? Um, because Sonny was a big part of introducing me to it, but you and Rick opened up a whole new door, man. What do you got to bring to the table? Yeah, uh, you know, when I started wrestling talk there really wasn't much wrestling in this area. There there was only like one or two wrestling promotions. I mean, yeah, you you could drive up to uh, uh, Maryland for Maryland Championship Wrestling, you know, but other than that, there, there really wasn't much, much going on, and so I started Wrestle Talk, and, uh, you know, things didn't work out great at first, but then when uh, uh, I started working with uh, Rick, we started getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and then next thing I know, Rick says, Says you know we 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 got this guy named uh, the Night Owl who wants to come on to the podcast. It's FWWC, and I'm like I'm like okay, I don't know what this FWWC is. And then El Mata came on, and if I'm not mistaken, you were you you were yelling so loud and for so long that you ended up getting <laughs> and you had to yeah, have a mind off. You had to get a mind all because you were young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to bring the promo passion. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 it was absolutely awesome. And I was like, all right, I got to get into this. Like, like I've got to join this. And it was was a wrap. You know, when, when I came in, you know, it was the, the uh, uh, well, it was, what was it? It, it, it was the, WWE Universe Universe Unified slash ECW chapter. And hell, you know, I, I was a part of ECW. So, you know, <laughs> me and <everybody> <laughs> Yeah, dude. Yeah. No, those, those were definitely the, the good old days. Well, Mayo, yeah. I want to get back to you and, and then let Joe kind of finish his story. Right. 
So when you saw that we were making that transition, because I know, like, going back to, to actual wrestling, right, mm-hmm. it, like, everything evolves, right? right? So you had ECW in its prime, and then you had them kind of sell out a little bit to Vince and all right, that. Right, right. So the group was very raw. Right. And then we took it to the public, and people like Joe were like, I don't know what these guys are doing. I don't know who this Mata character is, but I want to be a part of it, right? Yeah. So when you started to see the merge happen, bro, what, did, what was your first thought? Because you're the one that told me, hey, like, you should really go talk to those guys, Dewan and them, yep. and see if you can kind of be a part of that because you got the, the character, you got the, the... It was your personality. It was Renee, Mar- Renee Martinez's personality, how you were. We, You and I, that's where we're similar and that's where we get along so great that you and I will walk down the street downtown Kansas City and we will talk to any soul that's walking Not intimidated down the by anybody. Not intimidated by anybody except the man upstairs right there. So, uh, so, so you know... I knew what my brother Dewan Mills was doing, and big shout, shout out, out to him. Yo, big he shout out to him. He wanted to be and, and, when, and, and I say a lot oh, of Royal Mills Transportation for all your travel needs in the greater Kansas City area. Hit them up. That's Royal Mills Transportation, LLC. Yeah. Yeah. Big shout out to Dewan there, man. Holding it down for himself, his whole family, and Royal Mills Transportation there. So, um, but I knew what Dewan was doing, and, you know, he's my brother. And when I say he's my brother, uh, he was he was my first friend in Kansas City. Uh, his mother and my mother are actually still best friends to this day, and that is a shoot, ladies shoot, and gentlemen. Shoot, shoot. So, so we might be this different skin complexions there, but that's my brother. So I knew what the wine was doing. I knew Renee was starting to get in the mix. I knew Joe Joe Lance and Rick Rose had this little Russell Talk thing coming along. And, you know, I kind of, I don't, you know, I'm not Miss Cleo. I'm not a mind reader. Oh, I, can, I can see into the future, you know. Oh, I, I seen it coming, Roddy. I seen it. So, no, nah, man, I. I don't want to say I've seen it coming or anything, but I've seen opportunities. I've seen opportunities, 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 opportunities. And, and now you got an opportunity. And I got an opportunity. The new ring announcer for FCW. By you giving me a chance. By you, by by this man right here. Yo, we're shooting like crazy tonight, man. Yeah, we are shooting a lot. Yo, and, and, and I, I saw the Royal Alliance folks. Yeah, too. Royal Alliance, man, and Global that before dope, yeah. that. You G- know what G- I mean? Uh, Renee. I was begging, you know, because Renee was on my ass because I wasn't doing the FWWC in, you know, t- uh, what, 2018 till now. I haven't been doing the FWWC thing. I'm, I haven't been a competitor. I mean, he wants me to come back. I've had people in the group ask me to come back, and I still haven't done it. But uh, I, I went out of the way and asked Renee to, hey, man, give me a shot. Give me a shot here at ring announcing, and I got to do my thing uh, two times now. And it's impressed enough folks that uh, – that that M E W came calling and yo good. I'm absolutely blessed there. So Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All right. So here's what we're gonna do. Jonesy, I want you to get your spot in and then we're gonna close it with Kayla. But I do wanna mix in some actual wrestling shit. Yeah, no, uh, we gotta talk okay. about actual wrestling shit. Yeah. So okay. I'm gonna throw out a couple of things. Actually each of us can throw out a different topic. And then we and then we gotta uh-huh. do a cigarette break. We got twenty minutes and that's it, then we're gonna wrap it up. Okay? okay. So we're gonna fill a lot into the last twenty. So, this question goes to Joe first, and then you can mix in your story about WrestleTalk and FWWC when you answer this question. Montreal Screwjob, Nightmare Jones, shoot or work? Mm. Mm. The Montreal Screwjob. I think that there is absolutely, positively no way that Bret Hart was going to 
to would not have known what was going to happen. There were too many people that knew Bret Hart that were friends with Bret Hart, and there was no way that Bret Hart was going was not going to know. I think that the Montreal screw job is the biggest work that there absolutely was. The WWE pulled the rug over everybody's eyes, and they still have the, the rug over everybody's eyes because people still believe that it was an actual shoot. There was no way it was a shoot. There's no possible way. I'm sorry, but, but, awesome. but, but it isn't. <laughs> That's All right, just Joe. my thought. No, and, and we're going to get everybody else's thoughts on that, too. And if you got something you want to bring to the table, man, we'll get to that, yeah. too. But, but let's get back into yeah. the story oh, here. So, do. Joe, listen, we, we, um, we join up. The FWWC joins with WrestleTalk. And then, mm-hmm. at some point, Rick is no longer available. He signed a contract with a TV network to go do some paranormal stuff. Right. Then it was us. And mm-hmm. I, I never asked you this question before, and I'm going to ask you it here on the air. Was there any part of you that was apprehensive about letting a loudmouth Mexican like me come on and kind of take over the show? Did you ever have any doubts or any questions or any perceptions that I might be trying to undermine you or take it away from you or anything like that? And if so, bro, share with us here today because you and I have never talked about that, and I want to give you the opportunity to throw it out here in front of all of our guests here on the very first Graveyard shift. Yeah, baby. That's what this show's all about. We're pulling back the curtain. Yep. Okay, and we're letting you guys see everything that it, we do. It, it gets real in that overnight shift, bro. Yeah, it, gets yeah. real that okay. Yo, it gets really okay. super real here, so. <laughs> all right, so, when you came on to the podcast. I knew without a shadow of a doubt that we had something very, very, very special because of, there was a couple of times that you and I had done the podcast together because Rick wasn't able to, and and you stepped in. And from the first time that you and I ran the podcast together, I was like, this is what the podcast needs to be. We need to bring in this guy because, you know, before then, there wasn't really much communication. It it was was the the day of the podcast. I would call Rick like ten minutes before the show would start, and he would tell me what we were talking about. Well, when we brought in the night owl, all of a sudden at like noon, I'm getting a, a phone call from him, and I'm like, I'm like, what? Like, I'm like, what's up? And and. Renee's like, all right, so so this is what I want to talk about tonight. Da 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 da. And for the first time, we actually had a game plan where we never had that before. And I was like, this is perfectly what we need for the rest of talk podcast. So without a shadow of a doubt, I had no uh, no mixed feelings. I didn't have any worries. I knew that bringing you on. The podcast was going to grow even bigger, and that's exactly what happened. Like, you were able to take what Rick had done with the podcast and elevate it to an even higher level. Because at that point, the uh, the biggest wrestler that we had had on the podcast was Masada. But then when we bring on the Night Owl, all of a sudden, we're bringing on the Million Dollar Man and... Uh, Road Warrior Animal and Mark Mero and and so yep. it's absolutely yep. amazing. Yeah, and you know what? And I'm gonna jump in here and I'm gonna give my perspective of it. And you know what? Hey, this is the first episode of the Graveyard Shift, and it can't be more any more 
more memorial than this. They're bringing out a brand new belt yeah, here. By this the way, we are introducing the Warriors Heart Championship with the FWWC plate and the uh, the Wrestle Talk plate. And my man Savior Saint is going to be rocking this thing within a matter of days into FWWC Backlash. I know he's excited, and we're going to get back to him in just a second. Go ahead, man. Well, you hit the words there. Wrestle Talk Podcast, and that's where we are, ladies and gentlemen. That's the Facebook Live you're tuning into. I would love for every everybody and anybody to call in six five seven three eight three. We haven't had a lot of time for calls Everybody has their shit. Uh, like 
I suffer from anxiety, like I was telling Renee, like podcasts are make me like shake and shit. Well, like Not it took one, me right? a minute. Like, this like I came in with no, I'm good. I came in with uh, I'm just giving backstory on it. I'm just I came in with uh, Dylan, and we created we had a plan. We wanted to do SLF from the get go. Uh, we just wanted to come in, and our first match was going to be against each other and shit. Well, I don't know if you know much about that dude, but he is one of the. Like, he's not impatient, but he gets shit done. So, like, I had anxiety, and I was trying to wait a little bit, and he didn't want to wait any longer, so he just drops his promo without his fucking uh, wig on and shit in the car parking lot of our job as kids. And then the next day, I freaking, like, God dang it, and I baked that fire in the backyard and paint my face, like, white and black and stuff and had dreads and talked like Batman. Oh, man, that was – talk about loads. You look like looking back at my shit. I don't know why I did What'd that. What'd you say, Joe? I that, man. Joe, Joe. Wait, Joe jumped in and said something. What'd you say, Joe? I said, you look like a skunk. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know, bro. I, I really did. He don't give a shit I'm about I'm so glad. Like, yeah, you could, I'm gonna, I've been wanting to make one of them, like, of evolution pro, like evolution picture things and post it one time of, like, like my attire changing. Like, because it, it like changed the over the years from the drug. Right yeah. Right like, really I always... Yeah, hey, I would give him a man of Get, get with my man Vincenity on that. that. That video that he did for Universe Mania 6 is up on uh, WrestleTalkPodcast.com. If you go down on the uh, the Fantasy Wrestling tab, yep. there's a video down at the bottom, and it's the one that Vincenity made, and it's kind of like a really – you were a big part of that video too, bro. Right. I know you were, I'm but I can't put him on that. That was awesome. El Diablo kills that shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I hit him and Marcus up about editing tips for sure a lot. They make a lot of cool stuff. But uh, well, back, listen, to the, listen, back to listen, the listen, story listen. of the come up. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, all right. So uh, me and Dylan had that plan. We knew we wanted to be a faction because I hit Arden up before. And, of course, my big cousin, like, had his foot in the door. He's one of the top. He's one of the most amazing fucking actors in the group's history. Like, yes. everyone Everybody calls him Arden. You don't like call him Marjo Kirby. You call him Arden because you believe that's who he is. Like, uh, Mata's like that too. Like I never even call Renee Renee. I call him Mata or El Jefe when I'm fucking talking Ooh. to him. So I know what you're talking about, but I have no idea right. what you're talking about, bro. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> like it's just like it's just they're great and stuff. So having my cousin already be here and stuff, I, we wanted to try to get in with him, but he's like, no, nah, cuz this is probably the the best thing I got told. And like, of course, you know it stings a little because you don't feel wanted, but that's just how how the human nature is or whatever. You I got over that shit. I ain't really salty about it. But, like, he's like, no, nah, bro, you should do your own thing. Like, go make your own mark, homie. And look at me now, bro. He ain't got what Killing I got. It. He's chasing me. He's this chasing me. This is yours me. right here, baby. Ah! The Warriors are a championship, baby. It's yours. Well, you know what? We're going to hear another dude. song. And, hey, we're going to hit another song, and then we're going to come back kind of with the final block of today's show. Let's just call it the ABC. Let's call it the D block. Yep.
But listen, guys, we've got to get through the shit that we got to get through. Yeah, so we got to get some shit off our chest. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so y'all get a flavor of what the show's about to be about. But uh, enter Timmy Q up the song. Uh, we're going to hit it for about a minute and a half, and then we'll come back with Daniel, and then we'll close it out with uh, the D block of tonight's first ever graveyard shift presented by the Wrestle Talk Podcast. Hall of Famer 
has to say about Daniel Green getting sent I'm home. Interested. What's he got to say? I, I know, know. He, he wanted to chime in on this. All right, let's hear what the IRC's got to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking bullshit! Damn right it is, man. <laughs> Shout out to you, man, as a, an essential worker. Daniel, bro, you already know. We're here to talk about wrestling, bro. You know how we're doing. We're having a great time tonight on the first ever episode of the Great Yard Shift, man. But I know you got a lot on your chest. You want to start with the personal shit or you want to start with the wrestling shit? It don't really matter, bro. Just tell us how you're feeling. Open four, baby. I mean, let's go. Let's, let's go ahead and go with the wrestling shit. Y'all were already on the vibe with that. So you guys were talking about, like, shoots and works and whatnot. I, one thing that came to mind, like this whole Becky Lynch being pregnant, like the downfall, or I'm not going to start with the downfall, the upside of it is, you know, congrats to Becky and Seth for, you know, going to be birthing a child. Good for them. The yep. downfall, yep. knowing WWE and who Vinnie Mac is, he's going to exploit this into some bullshit-ass story where it's either Seth's not the father or they're going to go with, like, some religious-type bullshit. Jason Jordan's going to be the father. <laughs> Well, either All Jason right. Jordan Don't or Vinny Mac is going to come out and say, that's Andy, my bastard child. Right? Keith Slater, baby, or somebody. No, no, Keith Slater's gone. That whole thing, like, that can go from what it was to be, it can go from being what it is to, like, not an initial shoot, but just, like, real-life shit, into being turned into, like, a work. And that's what I'm conflicted about with WWE right now. <laughs> well, listen, Grim, I'm very conflicted about that as well, but we're not going to jump to any conclusions because we don't really know how it's all going to play out. I personally agree yeah. with Grim, though. I think that if you leave it to Vince, he's going to make that shit corny. It's going to be whack. So, you know what I would it's like gonna to say? It's going to nobody's going to pay attention to Becky turning into a mother. It's going to be, oh, who's the father? Like, get the fuck away from the male. Like, no, she's going to give him birth. You know what they need to do? They need to have her come back through after being out for close to a year, have her start at NXT all over again. Because if you bring her back and try to main event her, as soon as she comes back and runs some sort of bogus angle, it's going to wear thin. It's going to wear thin very, very quickly. They're going to make the mistake of trying to recapture the heat, that not the heat, but the popularity that she has right now. And the best thing that they can do is give her to Triple H, yep. which is where she made her bones. Yep. Let her come back and show what she can do inside the ring. Yep. Keep her away from the microphone to a certain extent. Just let her come back and be a last kicker for a couple of months. Yep. Kind of like what they did with Baron Corbin when he first came on, right? Yep. Just let him kick some ass. Let her kick some ass down in NXT and then eventually build to a rivalry that makes sense. And, and, or just say, in general, you know what? You've been out for a year. You're starting at the bottom of the rung. You're starting NXT. You're going to do the NXT. NXT house show. That's fair. And we're going to build you. And you got to build up. you got to build up. Sure she, would, she wouldn't mind. Let me jump in here on this. I've seen, I seen a quote by CM Punk regarding this whole Becky Lynch storyline. And if you've seen it, don't interrupt me because I want to spit this out. He had a great point. When Becky Lynch came on Raw and handed Oscar that title, Oscar should have missed it. I agree. Becky Lynch, right then and there, and that would have considered her the top heel. We already knew she could have been. She's a crazy bitch, man. Awesome. She's fucking nuts. She's I love her to death, but she's fucking nuts. You know what I mean? She's awesome. And yo, if yeah, she would have been like, but... "Oh my God, you're pregnant," boom, Mister, and fucking kick her and let them fucking roll out of the ring. We don't see fucking Becky Lynch for ten months. 
Oscar just missed it and kicked a pregnant woman. No one is ready for Oscar. No one's ready for Oscar, bro. And that's just my, my that's my two cents in on that, bro. Like, yeah, well, I feel Grant, that. But in the same sense, like, they they went with the whole like top heel shit when it came with Shayna, just giving like shady remarks to it. They gave they're trying to build Shayna to be a top that, heel. That rough, the heel, the 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 heel rough, no doubt. All right, well let's go from that to FWWC stuff, and then we'll let you close it out. So that you can clarify what you meant in the comment section during the broadcast tonight. So let's jump to FWWC, bro. You've seen the Warriors Heart Championship. You've been here for more than a cup of coffee now. Talk to us about your kind of initial involvement with the group, uh, what that has been like, and then where you are now currently. Talk to us about that and how you feel about the belt, man. Do you like the strap? Do you think it's beautiful? Because you know what? We're over here drooling all over this brand new Warriors Heart Championship. Man, this thing is nice. It's heavy. And by the way, look at my arms all bruised up because I've had it it sitting on my arms like this for about 20 minutes, and it's so heavy that it's starting to leave marks on my arms. Listen, before before Grim gets in in here on his spiel about the FWC, it's like I said to Renee. Renee told me I was the first person to see this before he debuted it on the first episode of the Graveyard Shift. I've seen it through pictures. But pictures don't do it justice. No. Facebook Live doesn't do it justice. No. This thing is absolutely gorgeous, man. Absolutely. I have. I, I consider myself to have taste, style, because I got the outside. That is just so we already know. For uh, <laughs> life. But, yo, this thing, I can't hype it up enough, man. It's not because this dude's one of my the best stars. friends. That, exactly. Exactly. You took the words out of my mouth. But, Grim, let's hear it, man. What do you think? Yeah. Let him get to it. What do you think, Grim? Man. I, I just wish it was this time last year when I was Warriors our champion that all this was coming to a head. Like, I would have loved to have been the first, but, you know, kudos to Caleb Saver saying I'm getting it. I love the belt. I love the way it looks. I love, you know, that it doesn't look like it's big and bulky, and it actually looks like an actual belt. It doesn't look like something that's going to be a hassle to actually try and carry, like, for promos and whatnot. No. <laughs> no. But, uh, no, 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 relax. That heavy. All right. So then let's close this out, and then we'll get final thoughts from Jonesy and Savior Saint, our Warriors Heart Champion. And it looks like we might have one more caller. We'll see if we can squeeze him in. Daniel, you expressed some thoughts and some feelings on the broadcast towards our Warriors Heart Champion. I know you guys have had some, some like, legit heat, but you said that you wanted to try to, like, kind of let bygones be bygones. The man's on the line right now is one of our featured guests here on the first ever episode of the Graveyard uh, Graveyard Shift. I'm having a hard time saying that. The Graveyard Shift. Why don't you go ahead and lay it all on the line right now and talk directly to Caleb so that he knows how you do All right. Well, from Daniel to Caleb, I went back, thought about that whole FWBC tonight that you were the special guest. You know, before all that, we had some – I had expressed some words towards you that maybe I shouldn't have done it in like, you know, a public manner because we did have, you know, some cool moments and I took some shit a little too personal. Mainly what I want to say is I've had way too much shit on my head, on my chest, trying to put shit like this in front of everybody should not be my priority. If I wanted to clear some air, I should have came to you first, you Dylan anybody in the SOF. I'm not saying I want to be a part of the SOF still. I'm not saying I want to affiliate myself with the SOF, but I do want to try and talk to you and keep our Caleb and Daniel friendship like a thing still. 
Damn, there you go. Wow. Well, Caleb, before we let you answer, uh, I want to have Joe in. Joe, you've had your fair share of issues with people in the group. You've always found a way to smooth them over. I think you even had a little La Familia spat here recently, man. Anything you want to share with Daniel and Caleb as one of the veterans of the group, one of the guys that has made a mark in FWWC history, a surefire FWWC Hall of Famer, anything you want to share with these guys about how to handle personal situations in the world's premier fantasy wrestling group? Sure. The main thing for me is you can't take character stuff personal. You can't take it personal. It's it's in character. Like, if it's backstage or something, then, then that's a little bit different. But it's character stuff. So you can't take character stuff serious. And, you know, the, the one thing is you don't want to allow something like this to ruin a true friendship. So, you know, just just kiss and make up and be friends again, damn it. <laughs> well, there you go. Well said. Well, well said. Uh Let's go ahead and hear from Saint. Then we'll close it out with uh, Sonny Mayo and myself. Saint, you heard what Daniel had to say, dude. Uh, clearly, he's happy for you. Clearly, we're all happy that you're going to be the first ever to hold the Warriors Heart Championship, which is what this episode is all about. Thank you to my beautiful wife, too. Uh, she's been very patient throughout this whole process. I, I spent a lot of nights in my office, uh, you know, unfortunately neglecting her and the kids and all that. So I want to thank her for being who she is and allowing Behind me. Behind every good man is a great woman, man. And, yo, Mrs. Martinez. Yeah. She's a legend. She's a legend. She can hear me in the other room right now. She's probably going to come in here and slap me in the back of the head. She's going to slap me in the back of the head. You, you know deserve. what I mean? But, yo, I, I, you deserve life. But I, I wanted to say that. And also, real quick, Caleb, before you come on, I know this is probably very poorly timed, but I also wanted to remind everybody – that uh, Retro Zone, uh, a.k.a. Kincaid, is now open at the Oak Park Mall. It's about 50% open, the mall is, yeah. uh, over in Overland Park. Yeah. And I went to Kincaid, and I picked up this WWF original Just Toys Incorporated from 1998 of China still in the package. Make sure you guys are supporting our sponsors, uh, including Kincaid on social media. Uh, you guys... Great stuff. Under 10 bucks, I got the action figure, and it's over 20 years old. You can't really beat that. But uh, all that said, uh, Saint, you heard what Daniel had to say. It's been a wonderful episode as we start kind of nearing the end of it. Yeah. What are your thoughts, man, not only as the Warriors Heart champion, but just as a man and as a friend? I mean, I wish this shit would have been over with a long time ago, bro, because I'm a forgiving and forgetful person. It's just some people – I mean, I ain't even no shots or nothing. I'm grateful that it's finally about to be over. And even if he ain't in SOF or whatever, it's still cool to be able to, like, because, like, I don't know, like, I'm I'm not really upset. So, like, this motherfucker's hilarious. I don't know if you see him in the backstage chats, but, like, I ain't trying to give him, I ain't try, I wasn't trying to give him none of my energy and shit because I didn't know if he would turn around on me or just be a smartass, you know, because, like, at the time, I mean, I did some shit that probably wasn't best, and then I, one thing was, is I fell asleep when we had one of our tag matches, and then Dylan came back, and I tagged with him, and that was definitely did not make me look good, uh, so that kind of made salty, and then some other shit, but it was never nothing, like, too drastic, you know, so I'm glad we're freaking 
able to overcome it. I hate my personal shit being aired out. Like, even when I was GM, that was something I squashed. Like, I hated that. Like, if you you had one chance, if you were talking about personal shit or you get removed, like, there's no need to, in my eyes, to air it out in public eyes whenever we can just talk privately and shit. And that's just one thing that kept me away, too, because, like, I didn't, I was nervous and scared to talk to him because, like I said, I didn't know the reaction. But now, like, I'm grateful for Mayo, too. Like, and I'm grateful that, like, Renee started it whenever he started the podcast and mentioned the the problems with friends that and stuff. And he's personally told me, uh, because I've had problems with my best bro in it and my best friend in real life, Dylan. He's told me, not in-depth detail, but stories about Mayo and his sh- problems. And Mayo, like, left the group and shit. And, like, you guys had beef yep. in real life from the yep. group. So, yep. like, and, and to and me, that, it's fucking silly. But, like, I'm glad that we're able to overcome it. And you know you're always welcome around me, dog. And whenever you ever want to come back and be a part of us, you know that it's real shit. It ain't exactly what you thought. I'm sorry you, that, like, you weren't in the whole light about everything. I love that, man. That's what I'm doing, man. I love that, man. Well, this man needs to get back on the mic. So let's let him stay yeah. in peace. I want, I want South Philly, New Jersey's own. This is your last bit before Jonesy and I close it out completely, bro. It's been a, a wonderful, wonderful episode. Uh, congratulations to Wrestle Talk and the fam. Congratulations to FWWC. We have a real symbol yep. of what we represent. Absolutely. We're talking high quality, and, and I'm going to let the cat out of the bag since, is, since this is uh, the Graveyard Ship, episode one. This puppy right here was shipping and everything a little bit over $500. So when you see this mug, you're going to understand why we paid that much. And it's every dollar that yep. ever came into the group from the, the watch parties at each sport. Shout out to B-Will. Yep. Shout out to Adam Frex and Talking Dynasty. Dynasty. Talking Dynasty. Guys, man. Chiefs Kingdom. Hey, shout out to Pat Milicic and Hollywood's the man right there. Uh, man. Sh- shout out to, uh, um, of course, Rathbums Engraving. That is still doing the Real yep. Talk podcast mugs. We got another. We got six on back order right now. Six mugs on back order. I know if you didn't know that. That's six mugs on back order. And then of course all the wonderful promotions that give us an opportunity. KCSW, Journey Pro, MEW, uh, and of course the Kansas Wrestling Alliance XWE. Those guys, man, they're so so good to us, dude. Billy, I love you to death, man. You're my fucking guy. Well, man, and man. anybody who's a friend of Billy is a friend of mine. Shout out to DJ so. Stewart, Walter, and Gabe, man. Yo, I love those guys to death. You're awesome. Yo, no and, and 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 that's the whole essence of the thing, man. Wrestle Talk podcast is as big as you think it is because it's just family. You know the name Russell Talk Podcast? You're a part of the family, man. And whether you've had beef with Renee, myself, Dewan, Joe, whatever. Shout out to Brandon Buckton. Yo, shout out to him, man. He just messaged me not that long ago. Good guy. Yo, just so many shout outs across the board, dude. And wow, man. Look where the fuck we at. Nah, man. We about to kill it, man. We got four minutes left, and we got to close it out. And it'd only be appropriate if I did this. Savior Saint, real quick, man, any final thoughts you want to shoot out to all your fans, your supporters, uh, your family, anybody else before we let Jonesy and myself kill this thing? I mean, everybody everybody, take a good look at that belt because pictures and whenever I'm walking down to the entrance and shit, the closest you're going to get to seeing it because I ain't ever losing that. That's, that's mine right there. I love that swagger, bro. <laughs> all right, Jonesy, were you the one who created this damn show? 
you know, go ahead and do yeah. your thing, man, so I can close this out and we can hit. Uh, can we get the, the Heaven's Demons from Vinsanity this time, not the Gus? Do we have the Heaven's Demons loaded, Jonesy? Shout out to my boy Novocaine real quick, too, because I have we played this song? We haven't played Novocaine. Right, we're going to try to play Novocaine. Yo, even if we don't get Novocaine in, Trill Vibes, too, man. Google that shit. Trill Vibes. Yo, St. Daniel, uh, Jonesy, Trill Vibes, too. Kansas City right there, that's 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 my blood right there, that's, man. That's even before the wrestlers right there. Yeah, we're supporting local. Yep. Shout out to DVD, too, man. Yep. I love that, yep. dude. Yep. Yep. But go ahead, Jonesy. Do your thing so I can close this out. Oh man, this it's been a freaking journey. Uh, tonight's been a hell of a lot of fun. I can't wait to uh, uh, do it again. Uh, it, it's man, I, I'm just I'm I'm just speechless as to where the rest of talk podcast has has come. What we're about to do with the rest of talk podcast, and I thank each and every single one of you. That's all I can say. Thank you. <laughs> Love it, Joe. Well, let's go ahead and get that music almost ready to go. I got to do my thing and say this. Um, you ain't got to like it. You ain't got to love it. But you're going to respect it because everything that we ever done here, man, has been God sent uh, from Big Daddy P to Painter's View Productions and the website and everything that's happened to us, man. Uh, the blessings that we've received that have given us the opportunity to continue to shed light on pro wrestling throughout the world. Uh, we've had MLW, AEW, WWE, uh, I mean, all the independent wrestling promotions that you can think of. We've talked to somebody from every state in the United States. We've been heard in over 40 countries. If you're running the show in Ethiopia, holla at I'm telling you guys, here's what it's really all about. Pro wrestling will never be mainstream unless we do the groundwork now to make it so that our kids don't have to be embarrassed about being pro wrestling fans. Yep. John Cena, The Rock, they're doing their part. And then the blue-collar guys like Nightmare Jones, The Night Owl, my man Caleb and Sonny Money Mayo and all the local promotions are doing, that's the other side of that coin. We've got to continue to do this work. We've got to continue to pray and support each other. Yep. And last but not least, we got to make sure to go out and grab a WrestleTalk podcast oh. mug. Guaranteed to make your beer taste 17.5% better. That's all i got to say about that. On behalf of the Warriors Party Champion, the FWC's very own Savior Saint, my partner in crime, Nightmare Jones, on the WrestleTalk podcast every Tuesday from 7 p.m. Central Time to 9.30 p.m. Central Time. And my brother from another, my compadre, a guy that introduced me to my very first independent wrestling show ever, the one and only MEW's ring announcer, Sonny Money Mayo. I am the Night Owl. Please share this broadcast. Make sure you subscribe. We will be back on Tuesday night with a couple of great guests. Joe, you have anything else you needed to hit before we hit the music? No, sir. We are good to go. Just thank you. All, all right. Let's go, everybody. Have a good night. We'll be back very, very soon with another episode of The Graveyard Shift. Peace! Remix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There it is. Yeah. Some kings and our tags.